I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Okay. Hello, and welcome to quarantine, quarantine day 29. Keith, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I thought you were going to say quarantine day 29 of Platyplot Podcasts, and I was, I was just waiting. No, this is just quarantine day 29. Oh, shoot. We've changed. I'm excited. How about you? Uh, you know, this is probably one of the most exciting things I've done since quarantine started. That's depressing. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Have you, have you enjoyed quarantine at all? Um, I, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed, I enjoyed hanging out with people until we got caught and threatened to be thrown off campus. So, you know, no. <laughs> I see. Yeah, no, I'm, I haven't left my house in like four weeks or something. 29 days. 29 days. Well, I hung out with Sage a couple times, like hiking and stuff. And I had to borrow some stuff to move my piano. But besides that, like, yeah, I haven't left my house. I mean, hiking pretty much is your house. I mean, I guess. Ooh, this smells nice. Oh, can I smell it? No, I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> There's at least two problems with that. Uh, well, to anyone who may be listening, it might be important to note, uh... Andrew and I are separated by 2,000 miles. <laughs> a little over 2,000 miles, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's exciting. Mm. Um, so, yeah. What have you been up to these past couple weeks? Um, well, I recorded a version of Slide Away by myself. Um I have learned some guitar, uh, and I've I've done some some reading, some homework. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing overly over the top crazy. I've I've been pretty mellow. Yeah, same here. I pretty much like when I got back, I, like watched Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and like was and read The Hobbit. And if I didn't have school, I'd probably have finished The Lord of the Rings. And be doing something crazy right now. But I have to wait. You know, got to stay focused on school. Well, you know, now there's only two weeks and finals week left of school. Yeah, I know. I don't know if that's comforting or terrifying. (laughs) I've been checked out since like a week before spring break, if I'm going to be truly honest. Senior artist is hidden hard. I'm just trying to get senior artist... Senior, I just hit hard in seventh grade. I never <laughs> fully recovered from that. Halfway done with grade school, I have senioritis. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Oh well. Um, what are you eating? Uh, this is a strawberry shortcake. Is it one of those things you make in the mug in the microwave? Yep. And it had cream cheese, too. So it's got a creamy kind of feeling. Oh, it's cream cheese in it. I thought you were just eating my cream cheese. Yeah, no, no, no. I just, <laughs> I'm just, you know that box of cream cheese you left? Yep, it's gone now. 
Good gosh. I mean, I would kind of hope so. I don't think I'm coming back for it. Andrew, I'm saving all of your food for you. <laughs> your bread is turning green, waiting. <laughs> Do I still have bread? N- no. Um. So, uh, I called you a while ago when I asked you about the food, and you said, you know, eat it or throw it away if it's bad, like the bread. Yeah. And so I, I just, I didn't uh, know if you were somehow saving the bread still. Oh well, well, I, I opened the bread, you know, the next day. And surprisingly, it was it was like that that bread on that one trip. It it was not molded at all. There was there seemed to be nothing wrong with it from a visual perspective. But as soon as you touched it, you felt like you had just touched like Dwayne the Rock Johnson because it was just a solid block. <laughs> I don't I don't understand how that happens because I remember we le- I left that peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the car for probably months honestly and then <laughs> we i was like i guess we'll just chuck it out the window because you know it shouldn't be in the car anymore so i checked out on the highway and it bounced down the highway <laughs> got like a good foot the first bounce i think was like a good foot in height you see the, the real question is is that considered littering like i don't even know well, that that's what that's what I considered after. Because if if it was just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a paper towel, I'm fine with that. That's not littering. But this this was different. This was hard. This was like a rock. So maybe it's just part of nature. <laughs> you know, a good lizard will find a, a way to to warm itself on it later. Yeah. Hopefully, a cut. Co- forgot local you guys have lizards. Dragon. So yeah. So how do you? So we can now. I don't know how we're going to do our other podcasts, you know, maybe zoom bomb people and that's how we get them in without them. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Zoom bomb people. You don't wait. Do you know what zoom bombing is? I guess not. Okay. So because zoom isn't secure at all, um, because I, I, I don't really know exactly what happened but zoom got like really big because of this whole situation and it wasn't prepared to handle the capacity that it was at and like i guess the guy who made zoom like because zoom it was really just good audio quality but everyone still used skype or facetime so like i don't know it was kind of like shoddily ish made so there's not a lot of security into the like thing so people are getting like you know how everyone's online now like yeah. schools and stuff people like are kind of like hacking and like getting into the zoom calls and like you know taking over it <laughs> and that's what zoom bombing is so what are we gonna are we gonna zoom bomb someone's class well no no we we somehow managed to get someone on a zoom call and then we just zoom bomb them and record it and then that's the podcast but like we actually just do the podcast but we get in by the zoom bomb so that's how we still get our like classic like you don't know you're on until you're on kind of thing yeah 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 that's good so you would rather learn a a method of hacking someone's zoom call rather than just like i don't know say i start a zoom call with blondie or mooney and then you just join in randomly you'd rather learn how to hack than just do that well i think it's a little more well one we could just ask logan is logan even still there 
Uh, no, Imagine. no, everyone's gone. Okay, well, I'm the sole survivor. I'm really good friends slash lived and lived down the road ish from my old computer science teacher. Okay, you know I could probably he I think I think he could help me. I'm I'm fairly sure. Plus, zoom bombing sounds way cooler than uh, <laughs> just just drop it, man. Yeah, I, did you create that that term yourself, or how, was it always a thing? I wish. No, no, that's what the FBI calls it, or something. Oh, so it's not something the FBI is is concerned with. Okay, this sounds great, Andrew. Oh yeah, the FBI is like, yeah, um, you might want to do something. Zoom is not exactly the most secure. I have been seeing a lot of things like that. Like we have we have uh, what Google Classroom kind of things, Skype. Uh, even Discord, some people were suggesting. It's like all these trusted uh, ways of streaming that people are already familiar with. And then we got this sketchy app. <laughs> and was, everyone's just like, yeah, let's use that one. Which doesn't really make any sense because the only thing that's like good about Zoom is like the audio quality is just a little better than like Skype. Well, another thing with Skype calls is they always crash. Always. That's just, it, you, it's not a Skype call if your call doesn't crash at least three times. So I've never had a Skype call? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Man, that makes uh last couple, this last semester kind of awkward. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... I have actually I have a Discord now. Oh, you you have you finally got Discord. Oh, kind of. So pretty much what happened is me and Jet and a couple other people are in this group project, and they're like, um, "All right, we're gonna do this thing through Discord." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "We're meeting on and Discord it too." I was like, "Cool. What's Discord?" <laughs> <laughs> so on Zoom, they walked me through like how to get a Discord. And this is Jet M's Seth's, Seth's roommate? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So, yeah. I have Discord for a little bit. Literally don't know what I'm doing. Jet Jet's advice was maybe play around on it for a little bit so like you can actually communicate next call. I'm like oh. that would be that would be a good idea. So yeah. I, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I was like my mic's not working. I don't know what's going on. Top ten teammates of twenty twenty. <laughs> this guy is just sitting there listening. I really was, and I couldn't do the the call. Like we had a meeting the previous day, but I couldn't do it because I had like class and stuff. So that was kind of awkward. He's like, "Hey, can you do it?" I was like, "Not really." <laughs> I'm literally attending an online lecture. You just just add the the Discord to the Zoom chat. There's got to be some way, right? Probably. Um, we became part in um, in statics with Kimberly. His internet crashed, so I think we became the hosts. <laughs> One of us did. So that was funny. What has been the the funniest thing that's happened with online classes so far that happened with you? I mean, I feel like I, I, you, it was, I sent it to you. It was when Kimberly, for day one of class in his house in quarantine, shows up in suit and bow tie 
and in the comments um flynn goes looking fancy <laughs> so he's like looking fancy sir in the comments to everyone and i think that was my favorite that was the best thing that happened on zoom for me that that's that's pretty awesome that's just flynn though you know Amazing. oh yeah no, he, he's still in socorro is he yeah i think he's got I a house here. yeah <laughs> oh i wonder i wonder if we can zoom bomb him probably Kick right. everyone else out, like actually zoom bomb his class, kick everyone else out, and be like, Flynn, I love you. <laughs> but, but you see, I feel like a, a, a podcast with Flynn wouldn't be authentic if it wasn't I, in I, person. I, I, I think I would have to do it in person. You just have to look at him in the eyes the whole time. <laughs> I won't be able to stare at Flynn if if we don't do it in person. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, so, but I, I think this now gives us more opportunity. Like we can, you know, talk, call more people. Like we can, we can do a one with Dave. With Dave? Dave, yeah. <gasps> Dave. Oh, speaking of which, I got the archive folder. <gasps> no way. They sent it and holy crap. So pretty much they, remember how I said at the end of the eighth grade dance, all the girls rest the stage? Yeah. Okay. So they did a talent show kind of thing. I don't even know what they were doing. And um well it's crazier. Pretty I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I, I guess a lot of the people listening to this podcast won't hear it. So pretty much what happened was you can cover yours if you don't want to hear it. I'll just take my ears out and just uh I don't know, put something in the chat when you're done. I'm not gonna do that. You're just gonna have to guess. You you just listen, it's fine. So pretty much what happened was they um they they did their one song that they were supposed to do and then um like I think they were only supposed to do one song so the curtains started closing and then they start going into another song and they're like pulling the curtains open and everything Keith are you there Keith Okay well anyway so they keep uh pulling the curtains open and um, then they just get all these people rushing on stage to just pull the curtains open and uh, keep keep the jam session going. And it was just great. I don't know how to signal you, buddy. Keith. Hey, Andrew, that's a really long silence break. That's yeah, going to be awkward, but it's fine. <laughs> how much of I that also... was an actual story, and how much was that just you trying to get my attention? Um, so the first part was story, then there's a middle part where for a minute I tried to get your attention, and then I continued the story. It wasn't exactly the best storytelling. Uh, you know, you know uh, Tolkien? It was no Tolkien. <laughs> I, I would have been describing the stage in every painstaking detail. The stains on the floor. The hue of the curtains. Oh, fantastic. How many stitches each has? Thread count of everyone's <laughs> shirt. It would have been great. But yeah, yeah, we, we, ha- we have this chat here. You could have just said something. Oh, that's where this is? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Right before you stopped, I was literally like, I have no idea how to do this. And then you left. (laughs) 
I didn't know how soon you were going to start the story. Yeah. Oh. Well, it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I so I got this archive folder. I got all this stuff. Also, I may be able to steal some music from there now. Oh, oh! do we have the legal right to use their music? Well, I don't think any of it's public, so yes. Oh, fantastic. All right, Hot Beef some... is the new intro. So I've been trying to like look at some trying to find some stuff i feel like our best bet is i told you that he wants me to get hot beef on the radio right yeah yeah were you able to talk to jet about that at all i know i didn't i didn't really get to talk i didn't have time to talk to jet i probably will talk to jet about it you know soon but um i figure if he gets us um on the radio i want to see if he can get let us if he can if he thinks he can get us a gig at the whiskey go a go-go the what now? The whiskey a go go. It's this um, it's this bar that he actually played. He's played at several times, um. But it's like um, like I don't know. It's it's just a good like, you know, bar to play at. I feel like you know, cause like Zeppelin played there. The Doors. The door, that's where the Doors came from, pretty much. Like that's what made the Doors famous, where they were like the house band, hmm. and everyone's like, wow, this house band's actually really good. Then um, what? What? Where is this? Is it California? This is in, this is in L.A. Yeah, in L. So, so we're gonna I should have a, mentioned get a gig in yeah. L.A. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we can get gigs all over the place. I can get us gigs in. I can get us a bunch of gigs in New England, actually. Well, what, what's you the know, prep time for this? Well, um, after the apocalypse, I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, I should have mentioned they were opening for the L.A. Guns. That that probably would have helped with. Uh, where it was uh yeah yeah that that helps a little bit that that would have narrowed it down i would have figured they would have been in either uh california or new zealand <laughs> but yeah no so uh i figured we'll probably pull something from the his band hotel because that one's more that was that was more of a hard rock sound so 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 we're gonna have if to you, if i'll ask him if hey you know hey can we use this cool well <clears throat> so uh, about, about the apocalypse like like you just said do you, do you think this really is the apocalypse like is, is this the end is this the end well no i don't think it's the end just probably for humans maybe oh fantastic <laughs> but there's a lot more life forms on earth yeah probably more deserving to be here than we are at this point like the like the turtles dude those turtles love them and the cows. I love cows. Did Quincy ever send you the picture of his cow painting? No. That, I didn't look at it. That monster. I don't know. <laughs> I, to- I told him to text it to you because he sent it to me. It's like, text that to Andrew. Don't Snapchat him. I don't think he has that anymore. You got to text it. And he said, okay. So if he didn't, you know, let's just break his knees. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally don't have Snapchat anymore. Awesome. Yeah, but now I Discord for two more weeks. Well, I started a Discord for the band, but Gibbs and I learned pretty quickly that it it wasn't going to work. Yeah, I've been looking into stuff. I mean, we can definitely still do the whole, you know, lay down. A, I can lay down a drum track, and then I can send it to you. You'll lay down the bass, and you'll send it back, and I'll lay down the guitar. <laughs> And then we'll send it to whoever's doing the vocals. 
then at the end you'll send it back because you're all going to be like throwing a solo yeah your, your solos are good andrew i don't understand what what the what the deal is okay i'll i'll i i am starting to very much enjoy the uh knock on heaven door solo like every time i hear that that one kind of makes me smile <laughs> um i do not care your version of live forever is my favorite solo and that is my preferred version like, I, I don't care which i like the outro solo that i put in like in the background but your your solo is just it gets to me man right try it. it's like a mixture of air guitar mouth guitar and uh holy fire being brought down onto the sins of the earth yeah something like that <laughs> sounds like a typical thursday <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's that's good too bad it's saturday <laughs> <laughs> um oh yeah so my dad strung up the guitar the the strat earlier um he like he's just like because we were watching all these videos of my uncle at this point because it's hilarious it's them from like eighth grade like junior to like you know all this other stuff too but the 80s stuff is the funny stuff you know when they have like their eternity band yeah did they have 80s hairstyles or or what was that yes oh my gosh um everyone had long hair at one point i think they had the 80s shorts though like you know the short shorts oh oh yeah oh oh so they were performing rock and roll in in those short shorts well, there was, yeah, I mean, in the early days. Okay. But see, like, it makes me miss the good old days so much more because, like, like the, the, there was one, one of the files we found was uh, Eternity by the Poolside. And so we're like, click on that. We're like, what is that? And it says, it's just Dave Solo. There's a lot of, I got to reorganize some of these files for, for my sake to understand what's going on in But there's pretty much every folder pretty much has like a video folder and so eternity like the the band when they were like in eighth grade or whatever or i don't know what i don't know what year it was i think it was like eighth grade um they were playing a party with a pool so they were the you know they're at poolside playing all night it was sweet but it, i just missed that like you don't like they were playing up i have this incredible footage of them playing at a bonfire um you know that that was awesome um some really good battle of the bands they had so they had like fog machines and lights and all that it's just i miss that we don't have that kind of stuff anymore like we don't have the battle of the bands we don't have good parties anymore because it's all like crappy music like live music just makes a party better yeah yeah it's just it's just not the same man I want to go back to the better times. I, I do. never experienced them, but I still want it. <laughs> no, I've I've had I the par- parties with live bands are my preferred. Like when I go to a party and they have a live band, it usually kicks it up a notch for me. That's awesome. I feel like it might be important to note for for anyone who may listen to this that um this band Eternity uh <laughs> The lead guitar player was Dave, right? Your uncle? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the error of who was the lead guitarist, but he was he was the staple. He was him and Glenn 
which is the drummer, are the two like mainstays. And for I guess Eternity was technically Chris um, Coyne, who was the lead singer. Okay. And Josh, who was the bass player. There was a couple changes in lineup for other guitarists, and there was a piano player named Jeff. Um, but they just sometimes they just didn't play. Like you know how our thing is like a revolving door of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. Well, I I just wanted to to make sure that people were like fully aware that 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 Dave is the same Dave who gave us the microphone that started this whole podcast. You know, who had yeah, the podcast that inspired us? I, I just wanted to make sure that was crystal clear for everyone. That Dave is awesome. Yeah. Did he ever get back on whether or not he could be my uncle? I figured we would ask him again, you know, on the podcast. I, I don't think I have. We, I, we're going to talk to him tonight. I guess we're doing a Zoom call, so you can bomb us if you want. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let me see <laughs> how many computer science. Chase is a computer science major. I, I don't know if he's, you know, well-versed enough yet. He's still a freshman, so I don't know if mm. he's powerful enough yet to bomb a Zoom call. But <laughs> I see. But yeah, no, I haven't got back from him. But um, uh, uh, what was also making me mad is all, I was watching everything, like all the record, like all of them through the years. I've played every guitar, except for the the guitar that was technically recorded on the Eternity album, which was this blue Ibanez. I think it was a blue Ibanez. Um, so the Chevelle is what Dave had and pretty much played for a long time in eternity when he was younger and like through a lot of the mainstays and stuff but we'll, i guess ended up fully on the recording and what he played like at that show that went crazy that i'll show you later on down the line um was this blue ibanez and my dad had both of them down here so i found the Charvel later on down the line that's how i have it now but guess guess what happened to the uh the blue Ibanez. Uh, was Pete Townshend maneuvers used on it? No, he sold it. Oh no! No, that's no, that's it. nowhere near as epic. Guess how much it was for. Um, I actually, guess five hundred dollars. Sold it for a hundred bucks what? to one of his coworkers, and I'm I'm pissed. Because I'm seeing all the guitars. I've played literally every guitar um, that's been on. I've played the Charvel. I've played the Strat because he borrowed my dad's Strat sometimes. I played the Schecter. Hate that thing. <laughs> uh, it sucks, but apparently I have to respect the Schecter, man. Respect the uh, Schecter. <laughs> I, I played his SG that he plays in some of his debris stuff and like hotel. And I've played his Strat. But the Ibanez that's on the legendary bonfire footage, the legendary like talent show kind of thing footage, and on the Eternity album, I, I haven't played. And I'm actually really upset about that. Uh, just find the coworker and challenge him to a game of fisticuffs. I, that's what, I was like, can you get that guitar back? And he's like, maybe. But he's like, man, I really shouldn't have sold it for a hundred bucks. I was like, you think? <laughs> you think? Like after watching this, he's just like, "Wow." Um, and that's what made him string up the strat. And so he pretty much <laughs> fixed the strat because, I guess, for anyone who doesn't know, my dad has 
a 72 reissue of the Fender Stratocaster and it's made in Japan. So it's an incredible guitar. And um, it's the, it's the guitar I grew up on. It feels like home to me. Like, I don't know. There's just not another guitar, like electric, that really feels like that. And so um, I guess about almost two years ago, it was my first winter break back home. I was stringing it up to play it because, you know, it's Christmas. So I just got new guitar strings. It's like, let's, let's put some new guitar strings on. Let's go. And I was stringing it. Uh, part of the nut broke off, which is like the thing that holds the strings um, for the E string. So I, uh, the top string, I couldn't string up. So I, it's just been not been able to play. So now my dad was like all into this, like, okay, we got to play some guitar. And I've been playing the the Schechter this whole time, un, unhappily, I may add. But so he, <laughs> he, he slapped in a little piece of wood to like hold it as friction. And so now he's strung up that guitar and holy crap, when I played that, I don't know, I don't know about you, but like playing an instrument for me is like very... I, I don't know. Like it was a very emotional experience, like playing that guitar again, because as soon as I played that, like as soon as I like held that guitar and like played it, every single moment that I've played that in my life came back to me, like rushing back to me. Like I, I mean, I, I remembered them before, but like the feelings came back of like when I played, like played this lick for the first time, when I was doing this thing, when I was like talking to someone while playing the guitar, when I was like learning Lenny by Steve Ray Vaughan, when I was, you know, coming up with this incredible little like solo thing that like I really enjoy playing, like all of it just came back at once. And I was just, so it was a lot. So, yeah, I don't know if that happens to you when you play. Uh, so, so sometimes, sometimes uh, yeah. an emotional thing comes. It's it, it hasn't happened in a while. I'm not gonna lie because it usually would be like with the full band that I would play in back in high school, and it'd just be like an emotional piece of music, and just like realizing that it was my instrument that was contributing to that sound. That that's what got to me more. Yeah, no, I, I get that. It was kind of like I don't know. It was like playing it for me was like a uh, like you know i have like strangely like very good memory especially about like my life yeah <laughs> um, but like i don't know it's kind of like disconnected as most memories are like there's not really emotion in it not that i have really strong emotions normally anyways <laughs> but like when when i played that not only did all the memories come back, but like all the like emotion, just all of them came and hit me all at once from every problem, like pretty much any emotion and everything I felt while playing that guitar throughout my history of playing that guitar. I felt all at once and I was like, holy crap. And I still feel it. like it's just like embedded in the guitar. Oh, and that's power. Where- that's I think that's one of the things that makes like your guitar your guitar is it just I don't know because like this guitar like 
playing that guitar feels like home. Playing the Schecter is it's <laughs> not. It's kind of like to explain it to you as a clarinet player. Um, it's like if you just ate chocolate or maybe some like gummies and stuff and then played your clarinet. I would probably shoot whoever gave me chocolate. So if it was myself, that'd be it. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. So that feeling that like this isn't this just isn't right kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's like playing other guitars. Huh. Even yeah, your just... your acoustic that you got here? No, no. See, like, that's the thing. Like, that acoustic guitar, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, Jordan's guitar, because I grew up on that, and that was, like, one of the first guitars that acoustically that I've actually enjoyed playing. Because my sister's is crap. I hate it. But, so that, so that, that was, like, that always feels, like, home in a certain way. It's also a Fender, so it, it kind of feels like, it's like an acoustic version of my dad's guitar. But, um, like the acoustic back home, like at, at school, it, it feels like home, but it's like, it's a different kind of feeling. Like each guitar feels very different and you get different things out of them. That's why people have hundreds of guitars. Yeah. So like I, like, cause I was playing Jordan's guitar recently ish, like four weeks ago, probably. Like a, oh, like a couple of days after I got back, um, and like I, you know that solo that I put into "Knock on Heaven's Door." Yeah, definitely. I, I probably I couldn't. Not that I could do it normally on again, but I could not play that on um, her guitar. Like it just wouldn't come out. Hmm. It's kind of. I don't know. Like I said, different guitars set, like play different. Like I can't play the same licks that I play on my, on like the Schecter that I play on the acoustic. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, like, I mean, you can train like, but you like, it just doesn't work it, like that. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like even um, like there's licks I can't play on the strap because it just doesn't. It's not how it works. Like, sure, they sound fine, but it doesn't have the same feeling. And I, as as you know, I'm pretty much tone deaf, so I'm only playing on feeling. <laughs> Which I don't think is a bad thing. I think you should be playing for feel, especially because I play blues. So, um, yeah, if you're not playing with feeling or, you know, like if you're not playing with feeling with blues, uh, you're not playing blues. You're just playing notes. That, that, that's pretty much just music in general. Um, this, yeah. This talk about like numbers of guitars and all got me like interested because I remember reading that John Entwistle was a collector of basses and he had, I guess, over 200 bass guitars, but he also had 300 fish <laughs> mounted Wait, on his wall. I, was he an avid fisher or... Uh, yeah, yeah, it says he was an oh. avid deep sea fisherman. And so 300 fish all over his house and, and bar and and like random Star Trek episodes on tape. <laughs> no, I, what was this man? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. A legend. He was the ox. <laughs> the ox. Clearly. 
So you you've been dealing with quarantine uh, through rock and roll. Is that is that what's getting you by? Not really. I haven't been playing that much because, um, like, I'll let loose once class, <clears throat> like classes start or finish up, and, stuff, <laughs> and then I'll just be going crazy. Um, I think that's a, the one that thing that like sucks for me about school because I am not smart or really I, I'm I'm not smart as you guys and definitely not as good at school as you guys. Nor am I. I'm I'm half in the major I want to be because I don't want to be a mechanical engineer. I just have to be. Yeah. Because for the explosives, and I think the more I go get into the school, I realize how much I don't want to be a mechanical engineer because like. You know how Seth, like Seth got the whole like NASA internship and he was like talking about it. Like I remember when he was talking about it at um you know, like at your house and stuff and like all the stuff that you're gonna do and like you guys are like, Oh, that's super cool. And like I mean, like I think it's cool for him, but like me specific, like none of that was like that he was talking about me like, Oh yeah, like I would totally wanna go and build space lasers for NASA. <laughs> Okay, so I know that sounds cool, and that's something I would do, but, like, his, what he's specifically doing is building, like, little mini, like, lasers, I mean, like, welders kind of things, like, pen welders, I think it was, I don't yeah. know. Did did you hear what happened to that? Uh, COVID-19 canceled that, too. Yeah, I know, COVID-19 is ruining all our lives. <laughs> it's just, but, it's um... just sweeping the world. <laughs> But yeah, like that kind of like I I like I was like oh Seth like I'm happy for you I can see how like excited you are for that but none of that like piqued my interest like which I would assume should as if I was a mechanical engineer but then once you talk about like exp- like just when it comes to explosives that's where I started like thriving I I find I don't know if you agree bombastic <laughs> yeah yeah this guy um folks listening he he's he's all right at math you know would you say you, you, you're you're pretty okay just well okay so this is an interesting thing so i would say i'm good at algebra but i don't know if you <clears throat> you probably can guess this but like at a young age i've always struggled with math kind of or at least i've always thought i was awful at math because um you know i do my homework and i probably get hundreds or whatever you know in school but the only way you really like gauge yourself, especially because I never cared about test grades or anything. Like I think the o- I only started caring about test grades like sophomore or uh, second semester of college. Before <laughs> that, I, I didn't care about them at all. So like you know, I remember like all those like you know the games like around the world and stuff where you like multiply the fastest. Yeah, know, they hold up a card. Yeah, I never come close to anyone ever. And so, like, I was always like, oh, like, I suck at math. And so, like, I just always went about going and sucking through math and, like, assuming I was just bad at math. And then somehow I got into algebra honors in, like, eighth grade because you do that, like, you're either in pre-algebra. I don't know how it works because I didn't take it, like, in, in eighth grade or you're in algebra. Um, I guess it was the first kind of response to like, you know, honor system. So I got into algebra and I, I, that, I started getting senior ice in seventh grade. So that's why my grades didn't exactly work, but I was probably one of the better in the class. Like, cause my first 
they introduced the concept of algebra and i don't know why but like i picked it up right away and like it made sense to me and i was like doing it and for some reason that was the first time i saw people that like i was losing to in the speed of math um like i was like showing them what to do and i was like oh maybe i am good at math i don't know (laughs) and then um like i was just super confusing and then i get to like um you know and then there's the finally there's a competition and technically i didn't win but i would say if you actually looked because i just didn't turn around fast enough like i we did a competition in algebra wise and i i beat the smartest kid in our school um or like class which was the school pretty much at the time um you know and i i i we tied the first time, so we had to do a tiebreaker. And I would say I won, but I just I, – I wrote the answer, and I was like, this is the answer. And then I was checking my work. So I, like, wrote the answer, and then I went through the check. And she turned around a second before me after I went through another – like, I did – you know how you check your algebra? You know, like, you do the problem, and then you put the, like, thing in, and you go through it again just to check your work? Yeah. So I did that, and then I turned around, and I turned around a second after so, it's so just slightly too late. Well, I mean, yes, but she only did like so. I was like, "This is the answer," and then I went and checked my work. Whereas she just wrote the answer like this is on a chalkboard and turned around. And I was like, "Well, technically, didn't I win? Because I had the answer, and then I just like checked my work too within the time that her it took her to answer the full question." So I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> Yeah, I, they they didn't see me go. Hey, I got the answer. So so yeah, so that was my experience of math, and then I uh, didn't, and then so that's when my so I think I got like a hundred on the midterm or something. <laughs> but I stopped kind of like doing homework. This is when I stopped kind of doing homework. So I wasn't doing well in the class, but technically I knew everything. Um, so then I got thrown into algebra um again in high school and i straight up just wasn't paying attention to that class like this was this was good and bad for me this is like a kind of easy a for me because i had already taken it and what he my teacher did was he gave me um the like he gave out packets for like the week and it was pretty much like you would work through this and like this is the problems you should be doing for um to like you know, practice problems in class that we're going to go through. And then the homework is like on the back too. So I just run right through that and be done like by class. And so I didn't have to do anything and I wasn't paying attention. Like I was halfway through the pack and he's like, Hey, Andrew, what's this answer? I was like, I have no idea. (laughs) I was And he's like, yeah, I know you weren't paying attention. (laughs) And so eventually it got up to a one, like he, he could see that I was good in this class. And so it eventually became between me and him, which I'm so sorry to all the people in this class. If you ever listen, Jordan was in that class. Definitely did not help her learn algebra, let alone several other people. Um, but we, it just turned up to a one-off comp- competition between me and the teacher. Oh, <laughs> so like he would we would try to check catch each other off guard and sometimes they would just straight up throw like he's like and so what is this and i say something and he's like no 
And then I'm like looking at my head. I'm like, and he's like, wait, actually, no, that was right. <laughs> and like we go through all this. And I think kind of a horrible person because I started getting bored because I've been through algebra before. So you know how in algebra they said you can't do like you cannot take the square root of a negative number. I I got bored and I was like, well, you have to be able to do this. So I somehow like figured solved. I somehow figured it out on my own. And then um, I got called up to do problems and I didn't like writing on whiteboards. Like at the, I didn't like going up in front of the class, especially because it was taking away from like I could get my homework done in class. So I was like, fine, you're going to throw me up here. I'm going to do this. So I solve a problem with a negative number and I throw something plus or minus I and the entire class freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what is going on? That's not right. And he's like, well, technically it's right. And that's when the class loses it. And he's like, just sit down. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so then he had to give a quick explanation on why I was right. And I think that's when the, the kids kind of started losing it. <laughs> they, and so they just lost their mind. Like they've just been bested by this, this madman. Well, it's because you've been told you can't take the negative root, uh, the root of a negative number, like your entire life. And then I threw it up on the board and everyone's like, Oh, that's wrong. And he's like, not exactly. You know, that's actually one thing that I really, really admire about uh, Todd Wolford is he won't tell you this is impossible. He'll just say, like, this is something that at right now we can't do. But, like, later on down in, in math, you'll, you'll find that you can. It's this crazy convoluted thing, and he'll give you, like, a brief just glimpse into it. But he doesn't straight up tell you there's you, you can't do it. And I think that's another reason why that man is just fantastic. I know. I definitely agree because I mean, for example, I was in an honors class, yeah. which I definitely didn't belong in. <laughs> and I, I, you've been in honor classes, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, you're kind of the type I'm going to talk about, kind of. So pretty much like honors kids, they, they've most of them have gone through like school getting like A's because they're like doing like they have a grasp, they understand everything the teacher's telling them, and so like pretty much. They go and get A's, so they know pretty much if they're doing something, they did it right. Um, I did not come from that background. So I was just kind of like, I don't know, like a rock 11 kid rebel rouser. <laughs> so um, I was in this honors class that I didn't belong in. And it was, I feel like that was the worst kind of people to like throw this whole plus or minus I because I just flipped their entire world around because they got hundreds all the time on like tests where it was the square root of a negative number and they said does not exist and then i do this and the teacher's like technically that's not wrong and then you just see them questioning their entire life right then and there (laughs) what (laughs) even is this but yeah but so that was kind of good for me and i never really pay oh so so then geometry came around still bad at geometry um i did very poor in that class because half the test was vocabulary spelling counted and this is a math class (laughs) yeah so that so that was bad and then just eventually through like school like i was okay um really did not do my homework so that was bad then i got to calc 
calc sucks i'm really bad at calc calc is not math just for the record i i would describe it as it's a way of analyzing graphs yeah it's kind of like saying that physics is math yes but no it's kind of like the situation um but yeah so if you don't remember what we're talking about we're talking about how i have an adept for explosives and i'm not good at math but kind of holy smokes yeah i I, I was just i was just gonna you know ask like yeah you're not you're not great at math and you know i figured you'd be like you know not not particularly and then get you back with the as soon as you're given math for explosives you just become like beyond legendary and just i mean do it i don't know i don't know about that but i i feel like you i am good something something about it just just it just improves you your your skills I would say that's the test when it was explosives, the test that like the explosives math, I'd say that's the best math grade I've ever gotten in, in college on a test. I don't know if I could do much better than that personally. It's a, re- <laughs> a real shame. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're going to find a professor who can give me a hundred and one, but I don't know. But yeah, so explosives. Yes, I, I can do that. But mechanical engineering, I just do not feel that it's just not entertaining. I, I do not enjoy it. Like I enjoy building stuff. So when we did like a rocket or something like that's what I can do. But when it comes to like all this other stuff, like memos and all that, I just can't. Especially when it's about mechanical Memos. <laughs> Memos. All right. Well, Andrew, I, I'm I'm sorry that I, I think I'm gonna have to to go soon. I do have a bit of work to do. Um, but I did want to try to get it in a podcast with you today. Uh, that was exciting to to see that text message as soon as my phone finally turned back on. Yeah, this should be interesting. Oh, quick thing. When we stop the podcast, wait until it says, like, a, a prompt will come up, and then you click OK or whatever, whatever it says. Because if you don't, I won't get your recording. <laughs> because it, it sends it through the, like, it downloads it. Like, I'm downloading it through the internet, I guess, yeah. from your computer, because it's recording in your computer, and then it, like, puts it up into the internet and then downloads it. Um, so okay. I won't have your half of the conversation. It'll be really awkward podcast. That'd be pretty good. J- just you, like uh, maybe they can figure it out. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who's that. We got to figure out what we're gonna do. I don't know. Not I don't know. Maybe next. We, I can definitely do a weekly podcast after school for sure. Oh yeah. That Twice a week, maybe. I don't know. We have too much time. Daily. <laughs> a daily podcast. Do we know that many people? Look, I don't even know four people. Honestly, I was doing the whole math of how many people I know. And mainly the people I don't talk to. Or, like, I don't... Not that I don't talk to, but I don't, like, see... 
Because I was just like thinking of like, who do I normally hang out with? Like now that I'm back home, but I can't actually see them. And I'm like going through. And I was like, oh, a lot of them, you know, like are like guys. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I have a lot of friends that are girls. And I was like, but I only hang out with like Sage all the time. I was like, who do I, do I not have it? And then I started like listing all of the people that I have. And I was like, holy crap, I haven't talked to these people in two years. <laughs> I should probably say hi. Maybe do a reach out. Well, I mean, it's funny because like they reach out to me, but like not through technology because they know I can't do that. They're like, oh, they're like Eileen, who is Sage's sister, goes like, oh, Aaron says hi. And I'm like, oh, tell Aaron I said hi. And like all this stuff um so i guess i should i gotta start writing letters to a lot of my friends you know that i have not talked to in a very long time i mean maybe so (laughs) oh by the way uh can you send out my uh, ink because i'm out of ink in my pen so that would probably be helpful i think i put it in there or maybe it's it's in the it's in line for the next box did you ever get your package oh actually i got it today Woo! finally i know i got my zippo and the strat back in one day i mean the strat isn't full it's not in its prime but it's it's playable a week late but your package finally got there it was oh yeah it was a week oh yeah do you want to hear the story of the package what happened uh sure and then i'll have to go all right, so this is pretty much what happened. So for for anyone who, I guess, doesn't know, um, I left during spring break to come home. Um, and I was, like, not really sure what was going to be happening with, you know, the world. So <laughs> I was like, hey, Keith, like, I assumed that everything would probably clear up. You know, I assumed the U.S. would handle this very well. And I would be able to come back at the end of the semester. Looks like I'm not even allowed in the state right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to have Keith send out some school stuff, you know, like my textbooks and my home and my like notebooks that I needed. And so you sent all that stuff out like the 27th, the 27th of March. Um, and it is now the 11th of the 4th. I don't know what that is. The 11th of 420. This is this is 420 this whole month. Dude, this is... Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> we 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 don't know what happened. We didn't know what happened to it, but this is what happened to it. So pretty much, I don't know how many days, but it, it got to Colorado. Um and then it dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> like like I'm not kidding. It, w- it went from Colorado and then it ended up in Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm pretty sure someone walked from Colorado to Springfield, Massachusetts with the package. That's the only explanation. reasonable explanation because there was no tracking or anything. It And then it, it ended up in Springfield and it took like four days to get to spring from Springfield to my house, which it shouldn't have. It was in like Shrewsbury for two days, which it's a 45 minute drive, which I know for you, New Mexican Kinners is not far at all. No, that's that's really that's nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's very far for Massachusetts. You could be in another state. You could probably be in two if you wanted to. 
Three hour drive. That's 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 normal for here. Three hour drive. You're in Maine, <laughs> or probably five different states. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been an interesting podcast. Yeah. Um, it's 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 always nice to hear your angelic vocals. Oh, I know. <laughs> Still can't sing. Oh gosh. Okay. Now to end this without breaking everything. Oh, I'm raising my hand. Yes, Keith. What's what's your question? No, no. On on the program, I can raise my hand. Do you see it? What does it do? I don't know. Okay, so I'm pretty sure I stopped the recording. Uh, would, would you like me? It says it's still recording on my end. No, I think I stopped it. I haven't stopped it yet. Oh, okay. I got you now. This, yeah. This is what I'm saying. Would you like me to stop? Uh, bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye Andrew. <laughs>